awesome. What happened to Bone Thugs and Harmony? Boom, 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 some jams those into okay let's clap it off let's, let's get it, it off yeah right, perfect mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yep Rip. ready yep. one two one, three two, three Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 243 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana with me, as always, more stable than crypto. Most awesome. Ooh, I got some yeah. back doors, though. I got some back doors. Do <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this? Uh, the, specifically I've been on FTX. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you give me the, give me, just give me the cliff notes. Like, got, a, like you, you and I are walking into crypto 101. I'm like, damn, this fucking the end of crypto quiz is coming up. Like, hit me with it real fast so I don't get yeah. the answers wrong. FTX hoodwinked a bunch of a bunch of dorks. They're they're can make money. Okay, so does does this affect all crypto or just that specific brand of crypto? I mean, because it's like we're talking like Coke, Pepsi. RC, right? This is like the RC of cryptocurrency. Well, yeah, it was a crypto exchange, which I believe I wasn't on it, which I believe meant you could trade many other like cryptocurrencies using it's all a little like it's all a little theoretical. This is this is what I think is going to create. I mean, that's what I like to pour my cash into. Yes, exactly. We're not sure what the fucking rules are about this. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, because it's like so I'm trading I'm trading. It's a it's a crypto exchange, uh, like an an I, and I don't think it was like a specific one, but I was using FTT, which I think are like which are these tokens from FTX, and then Binance, which was FTX's main competitor, uh, went up and was like clearly I think the guy some uh, Asian gentleman I don't know his name, he saw like that there was like clearly some like accounting fudgery going on with FTX in the midst of it was like, all right, we're selling $500 million of this FTT, which caused everyone to pull their money out. And then, Oh, okay. So some investors started doing like a little digging. It's like, what are we invested in? And he's like, Holy fuck. I don't like what I see. So he pulled out a big stake. And then that just kind of like set off the dominoes. I think, yeah, I think roughly in, in a roundabout way. Yes. Cause I think they were actually, cause Binance and FTX were, actually competitors but they were the two largest crypto exchanges in the space and i think that there was a little like hey like favor nations thing going on between this sam bankman freed who the guy who's running ftx and the asian gentleman i don't remember his name that ran binance and then they kind of had a little dust up i was reading i just kind of discovered this today a little bit of dust up binance the asian gentleman fucking pulled the ripcord and was all right we're selling 500 we're liquidating 500 million worth of FTT, which caused everyone to go, oh shit, let's pull yeah. our money out too. And because of the shell game that FTX and Sam Bankman freed, otherwise known as SBF, because they were playing a fucking shell game with their accounting and moving those funds out to another site called Alameda Research, which was headed up, which he originally started and now put in this the hands of this Carolyn Ellison lady that I think he knew from some like Wall Street firm back in the day. So she's running, she's making crazy fucking trades. 
really risky shit. But no one's the wiser. Everyone who's looking and doing like audits on FTX is like, all right, we don't looks all good from here. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he's got his fucking nerd fingers all over it and moving money. And they have like they. So I was reading this Twitter thread. Take it for what it's worth. That basically like the gentleman that that has been instilled in as the new CEO of FTX specializes in like chapter 11, especially like fraudulent companies, I guess his claim to fame was like heading up the remains of Enron. Enron, Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, this is way worse because it was just like kids in the Bahamas fucking fucking around all, all beaked out on fucking amphetamines going nuts, doing really crazy shit, trying to like, you know, fucking thread the needle and make a ton of money and this guy we got we got fucking we got snookered again b everyone gets again this that's fine so well guys you're gonna be able to put your head around this because we got a full hour of power about cryptocurrency just fucking with you we never do that you can actually put your hands around this guys we got a jam-packed episode 243 rip from the headlines nfo football week 10 gonna do below the fold gonna do heineke a time to celebrate little curveball on you bro but you'll be able Ooh. to catch up. I need your yeah, opinion yeah, on I this, got bro. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about this. Right. Uh, Inbox got one we've overdue that we want to hit there. Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing best crackers. We've done this before, I bro. I, you know what? You, you, you hit it with me. I don't think we did. Got you hungry. I like okay. it. I'm yeah, a big cracker, cracker guy. Yeah, I got something interesting. We're going to have to decipher what a cracker is. It's going to be what people Ooh. tune in for, a heated discussion about our take on crackers. Oh, God. Contest. I didn't realize you had such a stance on cracker oh, etiquette. Well, All right. You've been updated. They're going to do <laughs> Brandon the Gambling Corner. Going to do NBA futures. Maybe if we have a little time. Mm. Been neglecting you. I told you I'd give this to you, but I haven't been giving it to you enough. Which is, I like you guessing the line on these college football games. We got 11, 12 games underneath their belt. We're getting closer to the college football landscape. We got to get you. I like to take you out for a walk. Show off my little show pony sometimes. Take a look at boy, my boy, most awesome. Mm-hmm. College football line is going to do that. Then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Come on. I like the I like the vibrato oh, on that. that I know. Nice. I was almost gonna go into song. I came to sing. Nobody wants to hear that. They don't. <laughs> Rip from the headlines. NFL Week Ten reactions. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Ooh, because we're 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 deep in it. I don't, I yeah. still don't feel like we have. Do we like say this every year? Yeah, yeah. Do we do we say this every year? Like I don't feel like I have a handle on this twenty twenty two season. Is this how it's yeah a little bit? Be? Is this I, I think parody, I really, the parody circle? You know what I want to compare it to, bro? Hear me out, bro. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what I wanted to compare it to. Bro, bro, let me get my listening ears on. Bro, put those ears on. What I want to compare it to is it reminds me when you had like your stepbrothers over, your cousins, and they were over for the holiday. Maybe it was like a Thanksgiving and they were going to be over there for two or three days. So you Mm -hmm. fired up Super Tecmo Bowl and the three or four of you were assigned a team and then you'd get to the end of the season and there'd be like 
three or four of you guys would be like 13 and three, 14 and two. And then the rest of the fucking league that was computer generated was just like 500 or a little better. You know, just be like these dominant. It feels like there's three teams, four teams that have an identity that are good. And then the rest of the fucking league is the Panthers, the Saints, the Raiders. We're six and four. Four and yeah, six, like five and five. Some weeks we show up, some we don't. You can't set your watch by us. We don't know why we're good. We don't know what our identity is. We're hanging on, trying not to turn the football over. We have no personality. I mean, because I thought that it was better. I was really thinking about this because the Titans are on as we're recording this, and the Titans have an identity. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. liking some of these teams that are just like, because it felt, I feel like it felt like three years ago when, you know, Patrick Mahomes was really starting to take off. And, you know, we had Lamar Jackson that it just felt like it was going to go a little bit and just playing Madden and just going yard all the time. And that's all it was. And then we kind of like teams, I felt last year had a little bit more of a personality, you know, like we had like some of those running teams, like we sell teams that pride themselves on defense, like, you know, like the Patriots and all this different stuff. And it just, it kind of felt like we lost a little bit of that momentum. And I don't know if it is because we have a younger quarterback class and some of those big quarterbacks uh, that we thought might've panned out really aren't just the home runs and their own personalities. Like the Herbert, you know, we really thought there's going to be a big step forward like this year and just for what injuries or whatever, like he's falling. I'm kind of like extending this, but do you see some of the stuff I'm hitting on or just take what I'm saying and riff? No, no, no. You're, you're spot on. I think, I think the, first off, I'm loving the Thanksgiving analogy, by the way, what a fucking awesome, like time to be a kid and having like the best Tecmo the Super best. Bowl fired up for three days, Two controllers, you put it on. And then you would see the schedule and you're like, we're playing week eight. So then, uh, so if it was your game, the other three kids would go outside and play like all time quarterback, like one on one football with someone else. This is QB. While you're in, while the other, the fourth kid's inside, like playing his game, they'd come out and let you know, like, oh, like I won, like I beat like the Redskins. And then you would go play your game. And then maybe like week eight, there's two of you playing. So the other two are watching the watching actual football phenomenal. game talking shit. Phenomenal. <laughs> this is no, so there's great. no better time. Fucking so beat me to that spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you're you're a hundred percent right. I do I, I I love your point about the stylistics, like, all right, let's let's not all homogenize the same style. Let's not all try and like yeah. chase the dragon of like you said, going yard, going deep, like we gotta get this quarterback. It's like some teams are like, uh, fuck it. We're just three yards in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stand up on our running game, like that's who we are. Fuck it, I don't care. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're going all in t- uh titans patriots um yep it feels you know like what the I mean? Packers could really be that team if they would kind of i don't know what it is that's holding back this from is that, what the fuck like, i said early on in the season yeah. i thought it was like go dylan go go uh jones early and in it Lofton. works yeah it mm-hmm. would work it totally would work and i don't know if it's lafur's lafleur's ego or what you know what i mean san francisco well, yeah, was there was also, that, i would I heard... kind of put that little in that in that running kind of like running game using the running to set up a, a menial quarterback. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. in San Francisco's in that as well too. Oh, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think a little bit of uh a little bit of Dallas too. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. LaFleur. Like I, I almost felt like that blow up. Did I hear that the, on the sidelines in that Packers actual win over the Cowboys that Rogers was pissed off that they weren't running on third down. Yeah. That LaFleur uh, yeah. sent in a pass and that. Yeah. Which I, which yes. Cause he wanted to, he wanted to, run that clock, clock. Yeah. yeah and keep that clock rolling because if it's if it's incomplete it stops and i think they gave them back that's what he was mo- most miffed about because it gave it back to him with 
Yeah, because he definitely doesn't have con, like confidence in those receivers to just be able to, you know, it's not that automatic like gain of three that like a Mahomes will give you. Right, and that's one of those things if we've known. I can't believe it. Yeah, sorry. Well, what happened? You can't hear it like that little. Whenever I have my ESPN page up for all the scores and oh no, like uh, baby, no, with your microphone the way it is, we can't hear it now. I know, I know. Oh yeah, you just outed you just you just outed us. You just outed yourself to the thing. By the way, I I haven't seen the bandana eyes that fucking the darting over. Like you almost should have like glasses when you have a gambling bet on there, just gonna be like oh oh. <laughs> those one those one glasses that are just like the cartoon like wide open pupils and i'm just like <laughs> podcasting with you and it looks like i'm staring right at you yeah. stare at the tv i Perfect. did uh so yeah i did jump on this game but i thought we'd be safe because it's halftime and then i only have to watch half of it because it was like what i want to bet in this packers titans game mm. i did i did Tannehill under 0.5 interceptions at minus 105 i thought i thought they get up which they are Yep. Uh, nice. uh, 14, 14, six. And then they would just run to Henry. So not a lot of dangerous passes from Tannehill. And I looked and Tannehill's only thrown. I mean, I know he's been out a couple games, maybe three weeks, but he's only thrown interceptions in three games. And also yeah, like the smart. Packers are middle of pack taking them. So that's what I did. It's like, fuck yeah, it. let's go. I like it. Boom. Watch it. And, and I'm assuming we hit it right so far. Yeah. So far. So, so far. Oh, oh, for the game you did. I don't know if it was for the, the first yeah. half. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. I liked. Okay. Um, right. but going but going back to week ten, like yeah, I, I I I do find it interesting. I I I like this more. I like teams getting style. It was really interesting. We had uh, on the social meds, we I posted a thing about basically Andy Reid had said like, you know, the NFL is three to five years behind college, yeah. and college is three to five years behind, um, uh, high school, high school. And and one of our one of our fabulous listeners, lady listeners, uh, Miss Jacqueline, Miss Jack, sent us a question. It was like, why do you think that that is? Is it because um, I mean, I don't want to butcher her question. It was because like, is there just it's is it just too risky with million dollars being involved? Like, or like, is it is it like a fear? What what is it? What is that based in? Is it was it yeah. hesitancy hesitancy to to do that? And I would say. I think she I think she kind of nailed it. I think it is a little bit of hesitancy. It's like if I'm not doing what's winning. So for example, in in your analogy, it's like, all right, if I'm not, if I don't have a quarterback and that can throw deep like Mahomes, then we're not winning a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And it's like, or I could think about this and going, you know, zig when everyone's zagging and and say, Well, I'm gonna go, you know, what the Patriots did in that in that um AFC championship games. It's like, all right, well, we just won't give you the ball. We're just going to run it down the chief's throat and slow this game down and make you play catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a Jack on the pod. Great. Send in that yeah. question. That is, that is, that is, is really good questions. Great. Yeah. Cause we've noticed it before, right? Like I remember when I first started or maybe like one, younger watching NFL and first, you know, caught some college games and I was just like, Oh, what's this? Like you run outside, like maybe you throw it to the running back or maybe you don't, but it buys you time to just kind of see what the defense does first. It's like the option makes a lot of sense. Everybody's just like, no, 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 no. The, you know, the defensive backs in the NFL, defensive line way too quick. Like they'll catch up. You just don't have time to do it. You do it. And, and, you know, we, I think we saw a little bit with the wildcat. We definitely see it in the, I mean, I think we're painting the brush with the analytics now, but it's like, it's always said it's so cliche, but it's a cop, copycat league. It's the, it's the money's exactly right. I mean, there's, Coaches are more afraid to do something new and embarrass themselves, you know, than they are of losing. Like they'd rather go by whatever the norm is of the rest of the league doing. 
and lose and at least be able to blame something else and not be like, you know, and not take their swing and go for it. And we do see some of these coaches, you know, uh, it's happening in San Diego, you know, Miami kind of feels like it has a little bit of a new style with it, whatever that coach is. I definitely like his press conferences crack me up, but yeah. Yeah. Mike I, yeah. yeah. So I still, I, and I know Andy Reid's, you know, talks, uh, is kind of noticing that I don't think he's, you know, super affected by that high school stuff, but it's just, I think on that high school level, you do get to just take big fucking swings, like going forward on fourth down, you know, that forecasting book that I love that I highly recommend that you and I have talked about, you know, just that one team that like never punts onside kicks all the time goes for it on fourth. And it's just all the numbers are always there, like points per play where it makes sense to just have more plays if you can do it. And you know, it's funny that coach that never point punted that high school couch coach, I think he went to like a small D three school and then adopted all rugby laterals, like literally designs and plays where they just like catch it and just, and so Oh, wow. Just like a new said, like just heading down the field mm-hmm. and just kind of having like this yep. V lineup and oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's and they practice it and they and it's like it's one of those things where they don't see it so often that you can create like a a like a pretty sizable advantage because yeah. teams are so routine of, of the certain style of gameplay. And when you come across like that, like a team that never punts or a team that rugby, you know, fucking laterals all the time. It's going to be like their players are going to be like, I'm not in this situation. I don't know what to do. And I think at high school, you see some of the invention uh, because you're looking like by and large, there's like large chasms of 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 town gaps. So now you're looking for like, how do I figure out these advantage spots? And that's why they scheme around that so much. It's like, all right, well, I could get this person into this position. I know he's going to have a huge advantage. So how do we figure out how to do this? Like over and over and over again. I think that's where a little bit more of that invention comes from. Um, that's a good point. And, yeah. Cause there's really nothing for them to lose, but it's less of an X's and O's things. Cause you're just so dominated as the yeah. game exists. Like if you just roll the team out there. So it's just like, all right, like what can, you know, where's some stuff they haven't seen or where's just kind of like the crack in the armor, not necessarily with that team, but just with the sport, you know, mm-hmm. it'll take them. If they haven't seen this on table, it'll take them a half to catch up to it. Yeah. And it's just like with like in college, it's, you know, some of those fledgling programs that, you know, college is such a huge thing. It's like, all right, well, why try and like spread them out and be like an air raid offense like everyone else is in college and RPO offense? Like, why don't do what what Army does and do like soul wing T, right? And just get guys that are gritty and hustling after it and just try and bang on it. The, the other team that you're playing against, you'll be the only wing team offense that they'll see. A hundred percent. They they'll they'll take a half to learn to figure out. But yep. in the meantime, you might find a few advantages and wear a team down that isn't used to to seeing this all the time. And you know, tip the tip the talent level back in your favor. And I think that's where a lot of you know, again, the the more the money is, the less likely you are to deviate from those types of things, those out of the box things, because fear of losing your job. Yeah. There's only 32 of them. Is there anything, I mean, you watch a lot more college football than I do. Uh, is there anything coming? Is there anything in the college game right now? I know like the spread came, uh, you know, definitely. I think we saw a little bit of the wildcat for a beat. Obviously the options here, and at least a few quarterbacks quick enough to, you know, keep mm-hmm. it as a major part of their offense. Is there anything down the pipeline that you might see coming? Uh, I mean, I think the the quick passing, I think I think what we're gonna see is like a lot of like 
hybrid like this could be like the same play could be a running play as as well as it could be a receiving play and i think we're going to see a lot more of just like quarterbacks making one or two decisions right it's like either like i can run it or i can throw it because the guy the the receiver faking a block downfield there was no one sticking with him after he like released so i can throw it over the top i think we're going to see a lot of that like multiple reads like pass or throw on the same play whereas like rpo we've seen it yes it sounds but i think like we're going to see it moving way further out of the pocket than we've seen before versus like the traditional like stand read the defensive end hand it off if he comes in yeah you know we're seeing it now then it's a quick throw i'm saying like we're going to see them moving almost like a rollout moving it and really getting some real interesting shifts out of the defense and then it's like all right well now i can still kind of pitch like old school Husker option football pitch. I can now run it myself if they take that away. Or the guy that was blocking, he's only supposed to block the wide receiver that was blocking. He's only supposed to block for a beat and a half and then cut up the field. And if he stays, if the defender stays with them, then I run. If he doesn't, then I've got a nice play over the top. And I think we'll see that Oregon and does a lot of that with Bo Nix because Bo Nix is very um, athletic and Bo Nix is like, 11 rushing touchdowns. Uh, so I think we'll start to see some of that. You know what I mean? You know what I'd like you to prep is if you have the time, whichever week coming up, just put it kind of not to give you homework, but I'd be into this and I'd kind of like to discover it on the fly as you present it. But each quarterback, each team, like which team has their quarterback calling all the plays, which team is like 50, 50, which team has like a strong offensive coordinator, which team has like, you know, the head coach calling the plays. Like I'm just kind of really interested in, you know, how, which of these quarterbacks are trusted or even, you know, how you get to that level where you're able to take it on. And, you know, maybe you're not calling the plays, obviously that'd probably be too much to put on the quarterback in real time also, but you know, the, the Peyton Manning towards the middle and end of his career, probably even the beginning where, you know, you're walking to the line with two plays, three plays, and you're calling that play like at the line mm-hmm. after you clock the defense. Well, and that's the thing that was, and that's, yeah, that's very interesting. I'd be interested to like do a deeper dive on that. But that's the thing that struck me about that Aaron <laughs> so Rodgers thing. Close to like, fuck off, Brandon, do your own work. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd, no, I'd love no, for I someone didn't... to do a deeper dive like the guy that fucking asked it. So why don't you <laughs> use the same internet I fucking have and figure out the answers? I don't you, know, with your three less kids, one less wife, fire up fucking Google and do a little search. And do a little, do a little beep bop, beep bop. See what you got. <laughs> Give me what you got. Um, no, I was going to say... Uh, but that's what the thing about the Aaron Rodgers, right? Going back to that, trying to tie it back to week 10 in some way, shape or form. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's what it's like. That's what's shocking to me. It's like, well, Aaron Rodgers, you could have fucking, you tell me that there wasn't an audible option into a running play in that game. If you yeah. didn't ultimately like it and you knew better, you know what I mean? It's it's the same old Aaron Rodgers thing. It's like, oh, well, the play didn't go well. Well, now it's your fault. But yeah, you- that's it. That's so Aaron Rodgers. It seems like he'd almost want to prove you wrong at the detriment of the play to be yeah. like, see, told you that wasn't going to fucking work. Yes. You know, oh, as opposed to yes. bringing your expertise to it and like audible it out. Yeah. And that's, and he, he, you can't tell me an 18 year or 17 year vet, whatever he is, doesn't, he doesn't have the power to sit there and be like, no, 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 no. Let's check into this fucking play. Part yeah. of him when he called that in the huddle was like, this will fucking work. I'll figure this out. But then when it didn't fucking work, then he's like fucking pitching a fit on the sidelines 
And it's like, no, bro, that's that's on you a little bit if you're calling that, if you're yeah. not checking him out of it. I mean, that's the thing. Because you, you sparked my memory of, about the, the whole Peyton thing. It's like he would go in there and be like, if he saw bullshit, he's like, fuck it. Nope, this is what we're doing. Yep. You yep. know, same thing with we got with uh, Phil Rivers for the longest time. Remember when he was with the Colts, he he like they're like the time there that was in the big era or still is a little bit where it's like, let's speed up the play clock. Let's keep get, get going to the ball as faster, 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 faster. And he was yeah. like, no, 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 I'm going to take all 40 seconds of this. I'm going to get there. And basically like every snap was right at zero because he was literally taking that entire time to process what was in front of him. Yeah, you're right. Like complete difference of tempo, right? The play clock there for a lot of people were just like, oh, get there before, you know, get up there and get the ball snapped before that runs out. But you're right. Like get into that line early, Mm -hmm. seeing how they settle, sending your man in motion, you know, finding out the zone, like getting as much information as you can audible, audible into what will work the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, All right. Jumping into it real fast. Then we've been talking enough about Aaron Rodgers. We'll hit it real fast. Uh, So the. Packers have their most impressive victory by far of the year, 31-28 at home against the Cowboys. That a lot of people see it as, you know, uh, second or third best team in the NFC. Uh, yeah, the Packers, I know the Packers game kind of going on right now, trailing to a Titans team that's probably a little overlooked, like usual. Like yeah. It's a little Miami six and three of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, six and three. And you're like, oh, wait, they're six and three? This team is, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Shithole division. Uh, are the Packers back in your mind at all like able to make a playoff run or is it just like you know Aaron Rodgers is going to have you know two or three wins impressive wins in the year and this is just one of them yeah I mean I I would say like well here's the thing we had Aaron Jones that had like a buck 40 on the ground right the I think the defense played well enough and Aaron Rodgers you know in 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 a game where um he was usually uh sorry, Commissette breaking in and saying good night. Yeah, um, in a game, uh good thing he didn't come in, she didn't come in with all the rap that we were listening to. That would have been I dangerous. Nice. Um but again, like no turnovers, but they ran the ball, I think it was 37, 40 times, somewhere in there. Like they ran the ball substantially more. This is what we were talking about earlier in the season. He only threw the ball 20 times in that game, three TDs, no INTs. And so it's like, all right, let's use our strengths and let these things, you know, kind of balance out. Then you got Aaron, uh, Christian Watson. I almost said Aaron Watson. I don't know who mm-hmm. Aaron Watson is. Christian Watson, who kind of blew up and was like, is probably one of the faster guys in the league, a rookie. Now it's you've you've lulled a Cowboys defense that's a little bit more like big play, spa, splashy play versus like all right, let's just you know bend don't break. So now you got the chance to fucking really bleed them and and fuck with them just by kind of lulling them to sleep a little bit. Um, so I think this is like a, a a textbook. This is what this team could have should have been earlier on. Um, I don't want to say make Aaron Rodgers a game manager, but. 20 passes, 224 yeah. yards. Seems like he'd be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Prescott back 27 for 46, throwing the football a lot, 265. Man, these quarterbacks just really aren't throwing over 300 yards anymore. That used to happen a lot, right? For sure it did. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, it just kind of doesn't go down. Uh, okay, let's check in. So I was at, so you have to update me on some of these games. We'll get into it. Mm. I was at the Vikings-Bills game for three quarters of it. 
amazing <laughs> three quarters, packing all the stuff you saw in those three quarters doesn't add up to what you saw the last, you know, four minutes of game time. Uh, any questions for me? What I peaked, what I peaked at this Vikings Bills game on the 50 yard line. What's it? Well, first right off, oh, we are on the 50. I was right. It's the best seats that I've ever sat at. Like hats nice. off to Lloyd, pulled the trigger, invited me out. Uh, came to Buffalo. He got the tick, set it up, set up nice choice. Uh, yeah. Noise. Just like four rows back, like right there on the 50 yard line, just up and just right. I love it. Um, is, is Bill's mafia as, as wild as they, as they purport to be online. Yeah. It's hard. Like I must, um, you know, I had to get back to work. So I wasn't partying in that tailgate fashion as much as I Mm. would have liked having to fly out on the Saturday, uh, the Sunday night. And also like, you know, just, straight laced B, you know, brandana just kind of there. I'm not a walk into your party and ask for some of your barbecue kind of guy. Like I had on the bill stuff. Yeah. Cause I like to, you know, I do the home team no matter where I go. Like I want that kind of experience, but still like tailgating to me seems very like, it's just, it's just kind of like, it's sacred, you know, like it's a group of friends. Like these people aren't like randomly together, like in a bar, like if it was just a bar setting, it's just like, yeah, I walk up to anybody at a bar, like kind of chat, like, let me hit that. It's kind of there, but it's just like tailgating's really not to me. I know it's like high-fiving like fellow fans, but it's all like, it's these people that have been together. It was kind of funny. Like I was thinking like, what would the service be? Like, if you're like me, like trying to see all the stadiums to get the experience, because you know, like, I don't want to call the family that's been doing it for fucking four generations in the same parking spot. They know these, like all the cars around them for like years and growing up together, watch each other, kids grow up together. It's just like Brandon being like, let's go bills. All right. What do we do? Where the table's at? Like, let's get, you know, it's just like weird energy to bring. You're right. It is very funny. The funny thing is, is that tailgating is a very like communal function. Yes. Yes. But it's weird if outsiders just like roll up and start partying, you know it's what too I mean? Com- yeah. It's, you're getting too comfortable. Like I'm trying to think the analogy, but it's just kind of, you know, you're like, you're inviting somebody over to your house and then they just like put their feet up on the table. Like it's just kind of, everything like- is, everything is VIP access. There's a velvet rope around everyone. You yeah. got to be invited into a tailgate. Yeah. Yep. 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 To yep. be a new person in there. Right. I can't, I got to have a pass. I got to have somebody that knows somebody to like, let me in. I can't because no one wants to be the one that sneaks up on it and just starts to like, sidling up to the food table They're like oh what do we got and we're like who the fuck is this guy yeah maybe you know maybe the home games is when they catch up with you know like whatever ted that they've known for like 25 years and they because he parks in the fucking like toyota sienna right next to them and has it open and he does the for fucking sure. he does the brats and you do the burgers and they have that exchange and it's just you know brandana there just being like so how long you guys know each other it's just like a rough hang if i wouldn't want to do that to anybody like I yep. Don't, yep. but i think i think the future what it is i think trade is the key like I need to Ooh. like maybe make a thing of Buffalo wings or go to a nice Buffalo wing spot, kind of walk down with my tray open, just do a little bartering. Then I, I like think I get a little comfortable. This yeah. is that this is that guy that started with a paper clip and then worked yeah. his way up yeah, to like a Bahamian. Yes, yep. I like this. So like I've got two chicken wings. Can I get a fucking a, a table? Let me hit jump a little of that brisket. Yeah, can get, I get it, yeah. Table? There might be sure, a two yeah. jumps, but that's the ultimate goal, right? That's where you're getting to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. But um, so and I know you caught uh, Josh Allen on a like banged up elbow, but how did he look? I did. That's my. Uh, he's great. I mean, just a fearless, fearless. Like, I mean, you yeah. obviously see it. So it's just a different view. Like we're so used to the tech mobile viewing of, you know, the NFL. Cause it just looks better from that, you know, like yeah. NBA, you can kind of be up there and you want to see the cuts and stuff like the NFL 
home view experience, like even stadium hires up, like it's nice to, you can just see a lot more of what football is with kind of that bird's eye view, uh, which, you know, I give, and I know like, uh, our, uh, our Patriot seats were pretty uh, choice too, but yeah, you know, you're kind of like, you're, you're right there at like head level with them. So you kind of see how they're moving and how they don't, you know, they don't see anything. They can only kind of ha- like handle their field of what it is. Like, mm-hmm. so they don't, you know, like they're not feeling like just, I think what's super impressive is like feeling that pressure from, you know, the, the defensive rush and the quarterback mm-hmm. stepping up into that. But yeah, it's just oh, like so the, quick- the anti-turtle. Is it watching? Is it yes, what, what a comparison Allen. between Josh Allen Turtle. and Kirk Cousin? Yeah, some of those picks by Kirk. But I just remember, like on the third down, it's just like, you know, Kirk Cousins. I it was on that first drive they had, like Kirk Cousins throwing the ball before you know Justin Jefferson breaks out of it, obviously. But you don't really see that on TV because the TV will follow the ball, you know, mm-hmm. as it's being thrown. And this, like, you kind of you can see the field and where it's going, and you look down there, and Justin Jefferson still hasn't quite broken out of his route, and he's just kind of like right there and catches and takes it off. Is is great. And I'm not kidding, like that fucking Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, like catch of the year catch of his career on that fourth and 17 which you know i was texting i need more than fucking fourth and 17 hail marys and fumbles on the one yard line to really feel like <laughs> right. a team but that i mean that was literally like you know probably eight rows down you know because that happened like right there on the 40 on yeah our side of the field so it would happen like right there and geeked out but you know i saw it in an airport so there you go well that's the same thing that yeah, I mean it's it's good. You're you're 100 percent right. It's it's such a different like if you don't go to football games regularly and and professional football games regularly, it really is disorienting for like a I would say almost like a quarter and a half to sit there and be like, all right, now I kind of get like the this this perspective. Of yeah, the it's game wild. Yeah, I mean on. the let's I mean let's call it spade a spade. Like it's better to the sport is better to watch on TV. Like you can For see sure. like more as like a fan, like, you know, more of what's going on. You enjoy it more and it's better to watch it like high up. Like it is just mm-hmm. to get everything going on, but it is for that experience of the love of football and have like a respect of like what the fucks they're doing and what's going sure. on. And from there, but like to get down there, it's just like, holy shit. Like, you know, you're just kind of, it, it feels a- like you give a lot to practice. Like they're going off field, they're going off reps, they're going off where they know people are supposed to be. Like it's gotta be a fine tuned machine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's great to see. I'm glad you got to see it. I, mean, I wish you would have been able to see like the end, but it's one of those things where it's Did something like something happen, something go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, one of the wildest games. I mean, I I turned that game on right when it was closed. I turned it on like a few plays before the fourth and seventeen fucking hail mary that he just chucked it up there and Jefferson made an unbelievable catch, and that was like holy shit. And that's the thing is is like to your point, you know, the fumbling on the goal line. I mean, they should have put that game away a couple times on yeah. the goal line. Yeah, because you have the play before that, you forget that. Uh, was it Madison? No, I don't. I think it was, it was, think Cook. It was, it was Cook. It was Cook, wasn't it? Dropped they the dropped pass. it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, even they got, then, the, they got that offsides, and they then, had the yeah, offsides. But even then, I was like, I was watching that, and it was like, Kirk, look over, because before the running back kind of popped out, it was wide open. I was like, you can get there, dude. Fucking run. It's yeah. three year, yards. Get there. And then he kind of went and ran, and then he threw it, and then the guy bobbled it. But yeah, that was that. And then the other time, even the even the goal line dive, it's like Kirk, fucking jump over uh, the line. Like, yeah, what, did you make a comment about leg day or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awful. You know, it's one of those things. It did make me think. And that was kind of the question: is is like, does Kirk Cousins today, today, when if he's in high school playing football? 
does he become an NFL quarterback today? I know he's got the arm talent, but because of the way we now right. view quarterbacks and their mobility and it's their almost like he wouldn't be the complete package with like arm talent's not enough anymore. Exactly. He'd be a fucking wide receiver or like a D like a safety even, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then he probably doesn't, I mean, he plays in college, but he probably doesn't get drafted in the NFL. Yeah, you know he does I mean? have like a little he's bit. He's just a dying breed. Yeah, and even his draft, you know, he was drafted as like a backup. Like, I mean, yeah, for Robert Washington Griffin. had taken, yeah, taken yeah. that that smart thing where it's like, fuck it, like let's just throw the dice, and it, you know, I guess it kind of worked yeah, out right, like right. in a sloppy way, but they did, they did move on. Yeah, he's got a little bit of t- tunnel vision. Like some of the fun things that you know I got to watch is like being down there on the Vikings sidelines, like seeing. You know, seeing who Kirk Cousins is interacting with between plays, like so, it's not really fair to call him out because I don't see like I've sure. seen an, a shit ton of other sidelines to really know like what standard. But you know, there's not like I wanted to see like you know Jeff Justin Jefferson and the head coach getting along. Like that was fun, like seeing them joke around like pregame. But it's just like you know, Kirk Cousins just kind of seemed on an island by himself. I I know we have like the TikTok <laughs> videos of him like having the chase and stuff, but I was just like, man, I don't see my boy like I don't know, some high fives or something or some go get him or some like different. Different shit because there was like I did get to see a good angle of like one throw I think in the second quarter but he checks down and it's kind of two receivers and Jeff, Jeff Justin Jefferson's like you know eleven yards down the field and Cook is like three and Jefferson like breaks out and is wide open but like you know Cousins already like in play at safe mode or for whatever reason it's just like already going to automatically to that three yards you know when you do have that extra second to like especially since it's on the same side it's not a full like head check and you weren't getting that much pressure to like to check up fucking right up do that still not excited about the vikings team that's what i'm saying just give me yeah. one fucking it's a it is a little bit of an empty victory and even though you did beat the the bills you beat them at home great obviously dinged up josh allen doesn't really play in your favorite and you needed some serious luck in order to get there yeah you know, to do it, I was glad to see that they didn't fucking chain up Kirk Cousins after that. That they gave it to linebacker. I'm I'm more excited now that this is now there. They've like moved away from Kirk Cousins, and I like, hey, now this might be like our new like victory chain gang thing, which I I find more exciting than than not. Yes, let's move it on. Whatever gets it <laughs> off of Kirk Cousins and keeps his shirt on we are pro that on this podcast all right we'll hit sure. one more game real fast just because we can't overlook it you deserve this bro i was Thank at the you, game. this game was going on simultaneously i couldn't see what the fuck was going on lions put up 21 points in the fourth quarter to take Hell care yeah, of the bears do. in chicago 31 30 what went down with this team are you reinvigorated now that the lions have back-to-back victories Back to big wins oh we needed it we needed it we got a pick six a fucking a cheap one Cheap pick six. Uh, then fucking Justin Fields breaks our back, fucking breaks off a 67 yarder. Uh, but then we fight back, come back, put another duck it in there, and the defense steps up, getting that big old sack on back to back plays. It's fucking, it was good. It was a good win. Made it feel like, all right, okay. So we're, we're better than the Bears, thankfully. It's good. Yes. Uh, I was a little concerned about that. Back to back wins. Maybe we're getting a little life in us here we've got to find somebody else like offensively you know to kind of fucking i don't i don't know where this ben johnson where his plane calling was i'm glad to see that we put up some points wasn't stoked that you know we needed a pick six in order to fucking really put us over the edge there but hey we fucking got it we did it i can't take much away from them after the fact um yeah i'm starting to get a little invigorated but i i you know i don't know 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe it was just one of those things that they say, especially with, uh, you know, not the, uh, I don't know, coach last year, but not a lot of experience. Like maybe just a little bit longer to figure out who we are, maybe correct some stuff. See our defense is a little weak, like trying to get that stuff right. But it's a fucking first road win for Dan Campbell. Sounds sad to say that, doesn't it? Yeah, I would have. I might have not said that on the pod. Maybe just kind of. Mm, well, we're we're here now. We're here, aren't we? We're here. Pot committed. Pot committed. Pot committed. Uh, all right, below the fold. Uh, I originally had this as Saturday's first win. I feel like that's been covered uh, ad nauseum. People get it. Whatever. Uh, if we want to break into that, I'll take your opinion. Here's what I want to sure. get your opinion on. So. The Commanders beat the Eagles. We all know it. The team's not going undefeated. That's going to happen. We yeah. both are kind of a little bit on the... We saw a little bit of the Commanders. We weren't ready to bury them as one of the like mm-hmm. bottom six teams in the league, especially moving on from Wentz. This will be interesting if that's going to stick. What I will say, though, is... So you saw that one... It's basically... So the Commanders are up by... Were they up by four? Let me pull up that score. Um. Yeah, because they got they got a cheap one at the end. Five. They're up by five. They're up by five. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. Oh, they got that cheap touchdown at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah the lateral touchdown that that guy. Oh, yeah, so they're, like, by, they're up by stats. Yeah. So they're below. You know. Uh. They have one timeout left. It's third and long inside the two minute warning. Heineke not wanting to keep the clock running, not want to throw the ball away, not want to run out of bounds, just kind of gives himself up in the backfield mm. like a sack. Mm. Uh, it looks like a little momentum stop. It did feel like a little late to me, but it wasn't egregious enough. We could talk about that play, but the thing that really bothered me, got underneath my skin, yes. I get for a shoot the next day, had trouble sleeping. Oh, Heineke, Heineke celebrating this injury. Because he knows, I mean, you know, it gives the him the penalty, penalty gives him the penalty, win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Celebrates the penalty because, and he does the thing and gets the first down. I don't, did this, did this stick in your crawl at all? Am I, am I crazy? Like, am I, am I over, am I getting just, just sour in my old age where I just can't let people celebrate a victory? Or is it just kind of like, oh, man, it's just so, well, it's, it's the reason why they're celebrating. Yeah. Because it's like you throw a touchdown want... pass and do that for sure. Like, for I'm sure. in. For sure. For sure, complain to the ref and get the call. I'm fine with it. The celebrating of like a cheap, like easy guarantee, like all right, well, we just extended the game. It's it's like who who celebrates like who who high fives like the parking attendant that writes a parking ticket. Yeah, like that's what you're celebrating. Yeah, this was definitely like you forgot to assign homework vibe, like just coming off like that. Yep. I mean, like it, it just had to be someone put it on the thread because I really I was just like, all right, what's the good game comparison? And then someone hit it and it's what I was looking for. It's when you're playing pool with somebody and they scratch on the eight ball and then you celebrate like you're a better pool player. Oh, like, yep. Yep. That's that's exactly right. Yep. Perfect. Yep, that's what it is. Nailed like, yeah, yep. you didn't, you didn't win. So it just um, bugged me out, which I I wonder if like he has a little, I was bit really kind of hoping you'd fucking go on with my parking attendant thing. I know but, I did, you know, the, I, but it was close. Fine. It was close. <laughs> it was a close it was, it was second. We were, but you we know were, what? We you said it's close. It so in. I'm celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> got to take it. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I like Heineke. I, I hope that's not. I kind, a, right, we kind of like Heineke a little bit, right? Like we kind of like his play style. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yep. He's he's got he's got he's he's one of those like he's in that he's in the Gardner Minshew camp a little bit he where it's is. like is he better than a backup? Yeah, it's like one of those things where and I like this because it feels like there's not a lot of pressure, so it gives you real time to develop your style, like what you want to do. And we see a little bit of it, which you know has been the story. Like when he 
um, when we took Tampa Bay to the wire, that playoff game. And it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I like, I like stories like this. I like guys stepping up when they get a, they burn their shot and he's doing now. So it's just, hopefully there's less of that. I imagine, you know, it does come from a place of excitement. It's just kind of like, I don't know, know where you're at, know the score. Bother yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. I'm not closing the book on. I'm just saying it's bother me. Win me back. We're noted. It's, it's noted, you. Taylor. Uh, it's noted. Taylor, copying the Vikings winning thing with chains around your neck and TikToks, not a step in the right direction either. Tough Monday. Tough Monday for that victory. Yeah, guys, take a long look in the old TikTok gallery <laughs> to, to to really kind of well, they, they don't come have up with any, something different. Not a long look. That, that generation doesn't have an attention span. So take, you know, 15 second look. As much time as you can have your little brain focus and concentrate. Think about what you did. Right. All right, let's hit the inbox. All right. Seven rings ain't enough. Time for some girl talk. Now that TB12 doesn't have to put up with Giselle's BS, tell me who are Tom Brady's worst best options to replace her? Meaning, give me a few celebrity ladies who are just crazy enough to make his I like life. It. I like hell. this a lot. I like this a lot. Uh, and then what are three single NFL players is Giselle keeping her eye on that could replace the goat? So I'll let you chew. I know I'm firing this email on you. I'll give you I'll give you mine. Um, so Tom Brady, um, good replacement or the worst replacements. Okay, so what he doesn't need is somebody desperate for attention. Um, you need somebody chill, somebody that can handle the media. I think he kind of went through that. He kind of, especially how this year went down, I think he like a few less cameras in his face, a few less mm-hmm. questions to answer. So I have, um, I'm going to do his worst, but then I have, I have someone that I hope he does marry. Cause I do love Tom. Okay. I'm Tom's good. Won me over, uh, and I, yeah. I love his wife, but, uh, I think Kim Kardashian's out. That's a little too much. Kim, Kim Kardashian's uh little late night rebound call, right? Like, no good. Yeah, I, know. I think I, I think I have a legit late night rebound that she would probably do it. And this would be, a disaster for Tom Brady. This is the opposite spectrum of Tom Brady. Julia Fox. Ooh. Yes, I do know who this is. I got to... I mean, this is kind of like the next iteration Oh, this chick? Yeah, famous for being famous, but not really famous. Like, almost famous for wanting to be famous. She was in the half-cut or half... Uncut gems. gems. Uncut yes. gems. Really, yeah, really, really good at it. Yeah, but then yeah. like just kind of really like, do much in that movie. Her wardrobe is just good. her wardrobe's like saran wrap and band aids now. Like it's just it's. He's this is the same chick who's got my all time favorite quote is, is that she is yeah. she is writing her memoir and it is mm-hmm. a masterpiece mm-hmm. in her opinion. <laughs> She's not even completed it yet. I love this chick. I I love this blind yeah. confidence, just like insane, right. like. The fuck? Does no word. one tell yeah. you to shut up ever? Yeah, delusional. Uh, so yes, I think this is no good for Tom. My Tom, here's who I'd like for Tom. Wife material. Love for them to get together. I'm not sure her situation, so no disrespect if she does have a long term mate, which I think maybe Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Nailed Garner, it. Tom. Brady. Perfect. That's good. Right? Walk off. Our boy Tom Brady deserves that. I, she's so cute. She seems so, so sweet. I do. Genuine. Po- genuine. I follow her. I follow her. Like I just, it just warms my, it warms my heart. She had a nice little run with Capital One for a minute. I thought she was cute with that. I did wonder though, and you're so funny on this because I would see her, and I know you know she broke up with her boy Ben Affleck. Shout out Ben. What up Ben? What up Ben? Uh, You doing all right? Yeah. You doing all right, Ben? You doing all right? Yeah. Back with J Lo. 
but she didn't seem to like get back on to the saddle or the whatever the expression is. She can get back on the horse there. I don't know who she was. So it's like, no, is, yeah. there, is there an underlining problem think, here? Yeah, I think no, not uh no, I think prioritize the kids. They're going through a lot. I think that's the kind of woman, the kind of mother she is. That's yep. my vibe. And I think like when it was right and taking it really slow, not just having a not having her kids see like her on the front, like dating fucking like Chris Evans or whoever, like it's just like gonna figure out what she wanted to do. She probably is dating somebody, probably keeping it very low key. I like that's it. how classy she fucking is. Super I, classy. I yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, you want to throw any Tom Brady logs on this fire before we yes. go on to Giselle's? All right. So I think I think this girl might be a problem. She yeah. might be a relationship too, but it might be tough. What do you think of uh, an Olivia Wilde recently on the D four say tip? Yeah, you know I mean? right. Like maybe so we share did, a little bit of that going on. The trifecta. She did comedian, actor, currently dating rock star, finish it up with athlete. Ooh, I mean, yes. It's the EGOT right? of, of me. It is. Yeah. I don't think you get a chain for it or anything, but definitely. No, no. You want to maybe a tattoo. I like it. Uh, yeah, um, it's good. Is, I don't know if Charlize Theron's in, involved with anybody, but if she isn't, Tom, now this is a fucking dynamic power couple. See, I thought I hit a home run. This should almost be the Neapolitan. We could have made that Neapolitan showdown. Yeah. I thought I hit a home run with Jennifer Gardner, which I did. You might actually trump me with Charlize Theron because she seems to be very picky about her. Yep. Not that Jennifer Gardner's not. But I think she might be single because I think she had like in her last interview or something, it's just like, she's like, I'm done dating. Like it's never going to work out. So this kind of, she has maybe a little given up on love. Our boy Tom has yep. a little bit of got married, didn't work out for me. This might be, I like this. Jennifer mm -hmm. Garner had that too. This is good. This is good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's then move you on to, to where Giselle goes. Yeah, I said? got Giselle's. I got Giselle's right here. We, we'll probably align on some of these. Let's not put Antonio um, Brown on that list. Better not do that. I didn't. I had it written down. I was like, if the, if the opportunity shows itself to crack wise about old AB, I'll do it. But I'm not going to. We're yeah, above yeah, that. smart. We are. We yeah. are. This is. We might be below the fold segment and inbox, but we're above that. So, what NFL player? I think there's one that has hinted that I won't touch Antonio Brown, but I will touch this quarterback. We already Ooh. know. Is it afraid of a older woman? It's our boy Zach Wilson. Oh shit! <laughs> Got a real rip from the headlines vibe on this. Beep, 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 Circling beep, back, beep, 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 beep. this could legit happen. This could legit happen. What a gigantic fuck you to Tom Brady, by yeah. the way. Based in New York, fashion capital. Sure, this could be. I like it. This could be something. Um, so I'm thinking rookie QB. Maybe there's a little bit of Giselle wants that magic touch. Maybe Giselle's. Wants acknowledgement that she was part of this successful run that Tom Brady made happen. Maybe she's the Super Bowl QB whisperer, makes it happen, brings you over that last hump you need. Who needs it right now? Who's a quarterback that we both have a soft spot for that's up and coming? Justin Fields. Justin. Oh, and and I think we said he was a cutie on our pod yeah. with Dave, with, with Dave, Super Dave. And it was a, yeah, Dave had him in that upper that upper tier, I believe. Upper echelon. You, you don't want to go like. Fucking Nick Foles really fucking stick the needle. Why well, Mac Jones there. is really? I had Mac Jones to stick in the needle. Yeah, Nick Foles would be like, you fucking oh Foles, bitch. yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, Nick Foles. No, Nick Foles is better than me. Jimmy G, that'd be another one. <laughs> just oh, the grizzled, man. the grizzled, your impression of just like Tom Brady's grizzled. Oh, you bitch. Like the grizzled <laughs> bitch is hilarious. Like just like that has a, like the scotch has it quite all the way swallowed in the back of his throat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that's it. I, I think she sticks, I, I, she gets away from, she gets away from, uh, football together though right she's gonna go yeah. to the most opposite I think so, football probably. sport possible like she, yeah, did, I she, I still, did she date I aaron judge beef... oh yeah i still yeah i still don't really we're not gonna get into it i don't really know what her beef was though like it wasn't like it was there yeah. not but then it was like they were all kind of like separate living their own lives we'll stay out of it all we're doing is trying to we're here on this podcast trying to help both parties move on that's what we're all about Those, hey we're, we're two we're two bros just trying to so. play cupid fucking back off just doing it. That's what we like to do. All right. Neapolitan Showdown. Great email, by the way. Perfect. Thank you, Perfect. emailer of the pod. All right. Neapolitan Showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, Neapolitan Showdown, top crackers. Lay down your cracker rules on me, B. Fucking right. sprinkle them out, on out of the gate. You can't trust the word cracker. Animal oh. cracker is not a cracker. Crackers aren't sweet. That, that. Moving on from everything. Move it. If Noted. it's not savory, I agree. salty, it's got to do that. Crackers is usually, I'll give a little bit of elbow room, you know, if you could throw some toppings on it. If part of it is a vehicle to get some toppings in your mouth, it can hold its weight with cheese and stuff. I'll go closer. Like you could talk me into like Melba toast. You could talk me to like, like that little rye chip in yep. Gardetto's. You could, if you really pressed me, if you back against the wall, I got to fight my way out of it. And you're like, is a little rye chip in Gardetto's a cracker. And you made a case. I would be like, I grant this. It's more cracker than not. I'll say fucking that much for sure. Or sure. sure. So I like it. That's it. No, no, no. I'm on. I'm with you. So, ooh, here's a real. So I think I'm all about crackers being a vehicle to get other stuff into my mouth. Yes. Which brings you to to another question. I I was going to bring it up later, but we can do it here just so we're setting the stage. Yeah. What what the fuck's an oyster cracker? I know what it is. Yeah. It's the little star ones. What are they for? Just to float in soups? Are they called soups, oysters because you're oysters? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the working man's crouton, I'm guessing, then. Is that what we got going for on? For sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Okay. So they're not involved with oysters at any – like if I order oysters, like – because I feel no. like I've been somewhere where oyster crackers – and I think it was just to confuse the establishment where <laughs> – they were like, this they says like a, I'm getting right, oyster just like, crackers and oyster Rockefeller. Supposed to be like a fucking crunchy oyster? Like, what's the score? Yeah, it might have been to like cleanse the oyster palate, maybe. But no, no, no. I've never seen oyster crackers with right, oysters. Oyster crackers are just exclusively throw them on top of some soups. A hundred percent. In okay. fact, I'm in. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. Um, but here's the thing. A little bit of that donut hole cracker. Just kind of salty and a little bit of hint. Have you ever had? I know you've. Uh, it's an insane question. But like, you ever had wheat thins? Of course, you've had wheat thins. But wheat thins got a little hint of sweetness to them. Do they it not? It does. Fucks it up. 
sideline. Does messes it up, right? It does. Yes, I don't want sweet. I don't like. No, I'm not. We've been through this many times. Yep. Yep. Don't like toilet humor. Don't mix salt, salt and sweet. Let's just stay yep. in your lane. Stay I want in your sweet. Lane. Hand me back gummy bears. I want get salt. Get your fucking get your fucking triscuits out of here too. Get that. Not bullshit. everything has to have fucking sugar on it. Yeah. You know, pasta sauce doesn't need sugar in it. What are we doing? Are we like trying to gain weight? Like what's going on? Yes, I've already, we like... are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we're just... Nailed it. <laughs> Streamline. Trying to get fat as fuck. All right. <laughs> All right. What's your what's your three spot? My number three. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. I hope it didn't tip my hand. Oyster crackers, baby. Great. Oh, I baby. It up. I uh, love wait. oyster crackers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oyster crackers and chili or a chowder. Fucking phenomenal. Chili. Nice. Chili is so good. I almost fuck it up so much where I put so many oyster crackers because I like to I like to crumble them up. I don't like the Ooh. whole oyster cracker in there. All right. I almost make like a fucking it's almost like a chili paste coming oh out of there. God. It is. Yeah. You could eat that chili fuck. with a fork. I'm like on my phone right now. We're in different time zones. I'm looking up to see if there's any spot open that's still serving chili because I want to do so I want to do the cheese on it. Yep. I want to do a little onion. The, ch- the chives, bro. The chives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to do. I'm doing the. I'm doing the oyster crackers. Yes, I'll sir. do my number one cracker too because it's crackers versatile as fuck. And I'm doing hot sauce. Like, give me that Tabasco. Let me. Just, oh, I think like, they're gonna try and yeah. I think they're gonna try and slice up your take your pocket jalapeno out and start slicing that up. Put it right. in there. <laughs> my, pocket, my, pocket, my pocket jalapeno. This is my pocket jalapeno. Yeah, hold up. What's that little pocket machine for? That's for your jalapeno <laughs> right there. Jalapeno pocket. Uh, my number three is in line with you. I just went triple XL on your ass. Just give me the classic saltine, bro. Do okay. you know? Yeah, I love a saltine. These yep. I can go versatile as fuck. And I, this is a snack to me, too. I can just mow through a sleeve of these. I like we kind of threw a Hail Mary portion control. Where we're just like, this is a box. We're going to sleeve them off so you can only devour 25% of the time. Before we got to yes. take a long look in the mirror and just like, <laughs> let's pop that other sleeve open. I like like there's always like kind of one well done saltine somewhere in that bag. You know, for sure. Like, it's just like a little toastier than all the other ones. And kind of excited to set that aside for maybe the last one. If that's your jam, maybe pass on it. I want to ask you about your oyster crackers. Yes. Do those those come in bigger servings than tiny bags with eight of them? Can you if just they, buy like I don't know. There's no I've never seen a box of oyster crackers. Right. Like I've never seen yeah. it. I've only seen like a it cereal in box size of oyster crackers. Does yeah, sure. just diner. Okay. Yes, just the diner. I think that that's how they're only made. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't quote me on this, audience, but right. I, but I think I know what they're I'm just like. About. Who would ever in their right mind want more than six of these in a serving? Most of them is like because because here's here's the thing with both of these. Here's where I feel like fat as shit is both of them when I'm at a diner and I get like chili and then they bring me out oyster crackers. And then I have to go back. Hey, the three bags of oyster crackers that you gave <laughs> right, me, yeah. not enough. Yeah. I need more. Mm-hmm. And then with your saltines, this makes me feel real sad too. When I finish, when I finish that sleeve off, right. The leave-ins, right. All that accumulates down in the bottom. Oh, that's your jam. Figuring out the like the fucking the slide effect, the slip and slide, yeah, mm-hmm. the slip and slide, For sure. That plastic bag to line it up and shoot all oh. the the remnants of salt <laughs> and leftover saltine. Hail the saltine dust is what you're doing. Yeah, you went into the workshop that was the saltine, and you're just yeah. like all that sawdust on the floor. I was, I, yeah, I went deep into the saltine mines and came out with this. You know why the saltines work well too is because um, you know if you like to throw a little cheese on the cracker, those this was a this is like a 
salty watching movie 12 year old brandana move is Mm -hmm. you take those craft singles and you fold them up into fours and it's like perfect size for the saltine so you just you know you fold it in half and you fold it again and it cracks apart and it's like boom 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 gotta set a four what's up (laughs) oh you're 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 not putting all four on one cracker you're not an animal no i know Mm. that's i thought you were saying i was like all right i like it i want to spread the good no i'm a bear you're just inhaling slices of cheese Cheese was yeah. so at a time. So no. many piles of solid. Yeah. Just... <laughs> no. <laughs> Part of the recycle problem. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh Beautiful. yeah. All right. These are good. These are good. Number threes. Um, I will give me give me 18 points because I think that's about my over under 18 crackers out of that sleeve that I'm devouring. Yep. And I'm gonna give you Give me 32 points. I got I'm clocking you about six bags of six on those oyster crackers for one per one bowl of chili. Makes sense. Makes Pretty sense. Good. Two yeah. spot. What do you got? Um number two. Yep. This is the ultimate vehicle for getting other stuff. I think we're gonna see eye to eye on this. Are you going with the water cracker? Nope. Just a plain eye to eye. No, 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 no. Nope. Off. Yeah. Straight, straight vehicle for all of the accoutrement a little pate usually you find these at like nice spreads right some nice really like um, or yeah, this is, this is out there right give me a little tampanade a, really a little bit of this a little bit of that damn it this is a really fucking this, good this is a great this is a great this cracker a really fucking good cracker. doesn't this fucking is... take away from the meat and potatoes of the appetizers that i'm eating but then I don't feel bad about making like I'm, you know what, it's I need to get a little little prosciutto on there, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's, uh, it's the offensive line of crackers. Like it's not there for the glory. It shows up. For it's sure. in the trenches, getting its fucking yep. job done. Nothing works without it. But it's just like it doesn't. You know, some of these are so good. I'm looking at the Cars brand right now. A staple on steak night when I'm cooking steaks yep. and I want a little yep. appetizer before. Like I'm putting some. Put some extra sharp cheddar cheese on there. I'm doing a yep. little spicy mustard, Dijon mustard, and a little half of olive on there. I love it. I love everything that you're saying. Everything that you're saying, right? Because you're like, because then here's the thing about my favorite thing about appetizers and hors d'oeuvres is mm. I love the cracker. I love playing mix and match Ooh, with all the yeah. stuff and getting all the fucking paint, all paint, savory. Baby. You're an artist. Don't bring it. Don't yeah. Don't bring your bullshit. Your fucking dried fruit and all that horse shit in there nah straight not, cheese we are grown meat. adults we are here for the salt if i wanted get your a sugar fucking sugar jason candy i'll go get a werther's original you fucks <laughs> <laughs> no shit wait until after dinner and have some gummy bears like an adult <laughs> you doing right um well you fuck you fuck me bro completely Sorry, bro. dwarf my number two uh water crackers i mean the only way you could lose this is if your number one is so inferior to the water cracker, which it probably is. The water cracker, you know, has like the the pepper flavor. I don't know if you've seen that floating around the stores. Like they're just kind of like a little. Oh, the cracked pepper? pepper. Oh, you yeah. mean cracked pepper? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Damn. Why? Uh, see, they did it. Maybe I did fuck up. Maybe I should put them n- number one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because how crazy is bailed. it? Yeah, I know, right? How crazy is is? What's the difference between pe- pepper and cracked pepper? Like is cracked pepper just like you fucking you push them down this flight of stairs? Like what's up? What's up with yeah. this pepper? <laughs> no, I think I think it's the same. I think it's just like hey, like We're it's just, just uh, it it's, it's enhancing. It's just like we need a descriptive 
word for this pepper if we're going to charge, you know, $7 a box for these crackers. For so sure. let's get the think tank together. And they're like, crack. They're like, perfect. Throw it in the box. Let's real mad men up this pepper. Fucking let's, do, let's it. do it. Um, So my number two is for the same purpose, but your cracker so much better. I'm just going to say it like I did the fucking frosted mini wheats of crackers over here with Trisket. But Trisket is almost too too meaty of a – look at your judgmental eyeballs. Yeah. I know. You're laughing. Shouldn't even, should even, should, mm-hmm. should even be on the list. <laughs> Shouldn't <laughs> even be on the list. Yeah, it's a meaty this cracker. Is, it's a meaty. It is cracker. a meaty cracker. Yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It, it's the wide receiver of crackers. It needs all the attention. It's just like, hey, I'm here. This is happening because of me. And it's like, yes. silence yourself, Trisket. Yes, I'm talking shit the, on my own number two. Yeah, you got the Ocho Cinco right. of. Let's get this over with. He wants to be a kicker. All right, Ocho go number Cinco. one. One. I like my number one. You want me to go? I first? like. I like my. Yeah, I'll go first. I feel like all I've right. got a commanding lead. I could screw this up. You do, but I'm not going to. I, I could have played it safe. I could have sat there. Uh, and God, club, cracker, some of that other shit. No, no, no. I'm gonna go. Safe. I'm gonna keep it like real deal because I think this cracker could just be me just manging on it all by itself. I'm going Jesus, baby. That's my number one. Of course, That's my is. number one. Yeah, I knew it was. Yeah, so we got so many close to and it, and it as it as it fucking should be. Let's not right, right. look at this. Like, if, yeah, if you're not doing, I mean, like she's part of the childhood. Uh, my grandma had a very specific grocery list to what young brandana wanted box of cheese is always coming home on that uh stood the For test sure. of time through all the cyclings of just social media and what this world has done and how it's changed in the last 30 years cheese is just clocking in and out daily it's bringing you mm-hmm. what you need not reinvent the wheel we're doing some flavors we're bringing toasty the flavors get a little too salty for me. I'll be honest. Like I like a spicy okay. but if they're spicing it up like the Tabasco cheese it can get a little too much residue on my fingers if you will, but it is a bummer. Like, we were talking about chili, like throwing those cheeses on a chili, throwing those in a, in a soup. The cheese, it is the oyster cracker for me. Oh, ooh, I never money? thought, I never thought yeah. going outside We're of that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, Ooh boy. World. Yeah. Hold up now. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Everyone slow Global. down. <laughs> Hold on now. Hey, Uh-oh. I might look for a late night chili place myself. <laughs> just, just both of us sending pictures of our chili. Bowls to each other. It's just like, check this out. Look at my spread, dog. Exactly. Excuse me, uh, waitress. Do you have any cheeses to go accompany this? Cheese, <laughs> if you don't mind, bring the box. Bring the box. Bring the box. Yeah. Um. All right. That is victory. Most awesome. He teamed up car <laughs> with oyster cracker. He just. Uh, that's just guys. If you weren't taking notes, you're gonna want to rewind this about eight minutes and just pull out a legal pad and a pen and really write down what you heard here today because that's a pro. Yep. <laughs> right. Pro. On crackers. All right, Brandon, gambling corner. Bring us to the jam. We've been kicking the can on this. The hour of power filled up, but we are going to do it because we got to let know what our take is. NBA futures. All right, bro. Um, we're getting a little bit into the season right here. Uh, about 15 games in. Uh, haven't really talked NBA. You know, uh, time gets tight. We always want to talk that NFL. What we're here to do. NBA will have its time after Christmas, but let's take a look at just kind of the landscape right now. Here's your top. We'll get in until it gets to uh, – we'll do the top 10. It's going to give sure. you around um, 
20 to 1. Milwaukee Bucks plus 500, Boston Celtics plus 500, Golden State plus 700, Los Angeles Clippers plus 750, Phoenix Sun plus 750, Brooklyn Nets, big leap here, Brooklyn Nets plus 1700, the Grizzlies plus 1800, 76ers plus 1800, Mavericks plus two grand, and the Nuggets plus two grand. So that is your top 10 right there. Uh, Did you obviously, say Blazers what, on this list? Did you say Blazers at all? Uh, didn't have Blazers yet. No, uh, gotcha, okay. Portland Trail Blazers plus sixty five hundred. So that's looking sixty five to one. So I, when, I think we've talked. When we do, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I mean, right now no, they go. lead. The Blazers lead the West. Um, uh, they were originally, I think, to start like plus thirteen hundred. So just seeing them kind of really rocket up the the listing there because I had them originally when I looked at this and the Grizzlies kind of like that grizzlies is like uh hey let's throw it plus 1800 let's throw a little ducket on there a little little c note yeah i like i like the blazing grizzlies because it's the west right like the west yep. seems like because you look at the east and like my take i mean if you're gonna go chalk like i mean i think it's gonna be celtics or bucks right it's gotta be one of them representing without a weird yeah. injury right nets are screwy the stuff that durant said just the other day about like, hey, who's the starting five? What do you expect from us? Is fucking bananas. What was it? it? Hit me with it. He basically was like, he got called out. He just said it just yesterday or, or the day before. I don't, I don't know. Drink everybody. Um, he was basically like, hey, you know, uh, you know, basically about like uh the Nets play, and he's like, well, if you look at our starting five, like it's me, and then you know, uh, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, two other guys. I forget who he said. Oh, like Royce O'Neal, I think he said. And he's like, what do you expect? He's like, no disrespect to them, but, you know, what are you expecting? And it's like, fuck, dude. I guess, like, it's such a – KD is venturing in this weird sort of way in, like, a Aaron Rodgers zone a little bit. It's like, all right, guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean, what do we expect? Like, I get yeah. it. We can sit there and say that internally, but it's another, it's a fucked up thing for you to sit there and be like, eh, my teammates aren't that great. You know what I mean? Cause you can't like, it's like, it is saying like, well, no disrespect. Like I, I you know, no, take no offense by this, but I think you fucking stink. It's like, no, no, you don't get away by saying no disrespect on the back end of that when it's laden with disrespect. Yeah, it's kind of like one thing that almost seems set up is a disgruntled, because even a winning KD can be a tough hang, or someone that just kind of really feels like, like overly defensive all the time. So it's just kind of in the situation, it's hard to see him. I just feels like he's digging himself deeper and deeper. You know, like trying to get. Yeah. I mean, he pretty much showed his hand when he tried to get. You know, demanded that trade and then decided to stay, which is somehow again like the most KD thing, right? like kind of just like almost impressionable a little bit. I don't know. Like, like the media got to him. It's just, you really don't see that also like the demanding of a trade. And it's almost, you know, I wanted to give the hats off. Cause it's just like, all right, like I like the ability for Katie to be like, I maybe it is overreaction. I'm hearing mm -hmm. the pitch. Now I want to stay here, but it's more of saying shit with no game plan to me, I guess. And then yeah. still trying to like internally, you know, get Steve Nash fired, which is what it felt like it was and which is what happened. And then, I don't know, it just I, it seems like he's going down with the ship and kind of sullying a legacy that we've talked about a little bit that could be, uh, should be a lot more impressive than it is looking back. And it seems to stem from a lot of 
trying to not do what we expect him to do or think he can do, or if it hurts his feelings, you know, it's just like, he should bail on Kyrie, but it feels like he's like pot committed and uh, doesn't want to do it. or can't figure out how to get out of there. You know, golden state that was never going to be like, it seems, Mm -hmm. you know, people say Steph Curry, like a great thing. It seemed like the spotlight would have been big enough for that to share, but not good, big enough for him, which is fine. But then it's just like, it seems like he made the absolute worst basketball decision that he could. And I was just going to be in Boston for, or uh, be in uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn. for much longer. And then, you know, are they going to constantly like, because I mean, this spotlight is on them just underperforming. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Ben Simmons thing is going exactly as everyone expected, right? He's not fucking a little worse, right? Yeah. I mean, well, worse now because it's like, all right, well, you don't seem like you've like, we got, we got all the things that come and shoot 23s a game. All right. When, when are you going to do it? Ben Simmons? Yeah. Just give me, how about, how about this? Give me three. How about this? Give me ten shots. It's bizarre. It's really fucking weird. And I get it. It shouldn't be. I shouldn't say that because it's a it's a young man who's actually what it is is a young man who's like probably doesn't like playing basketball and is struggling mightily with the fact that I've been given a literal lotto ticket and a in a undeniable talent and I fucking really don't care about it at all and i'm struggling yeah. because i know i i should but i don't if anything i'd rather just like i'd love to, i love all the perks for sure but the actual like the getting up and doing it nah i'm not so thrilled about that and it's and i can i you know not to like be like oh so poor poor ben simmons but it's kind of like well yeah that that would be a real mind fuck it's like no i just want to like play video games and like fucking chill but i've been given this like ultimate like you know, fucking gift of the, that anyone would kill for. And I have it, but I really don't care about it. It's like, I, it's hard to like, it's hard to motivate apathy and he's incredibly apathetic about being an NBA player. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And then, and we kind of overlook that too. Right. Cause I mean, it's from, if you have that height, that talent, everything from such, such a young age, you're pushing these camps and everything, and it keeps going on and you really don't have that developmental time to explore like other shit you want to do. And I could, I think it's a good call. And I think that, you know, there's a bummer. It helps he can, yeah. I don't know, find the clarity or live live his life. What do you want to yeah. do? Live that life. Live that you life, know. Ben Simmons. Come on our podcast. Come Talk on, about buddy. All right, let's let's step. Um, I will, I think Pelicans to me, I feel like that would be a fun bet. Plus 3,600 way off the board. I mean, that'd be a long shot. I think there yeah. is, there's not quite enough value to do the, the Bucks, Boston Celtics. You know, if you bet both of those, you're getting 2.5 to 1. You got to picture one of them at least going to the championship, but even in that championship, you know, the odds will probably be, seems like a lot to bet on that. So I think, and I think I did this last year without really doing my Kawhi research, but I think I'll go Clippers. I mean, Clippers at Clippers coming out of the West, uh, 750 plus 750. It seems like it wouldn't be a crazy thing with like, you know, a two or three seeding to see them end, end up in the conference championship. And then you can start hedging your bets there. So I think that that would be the move. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still going to go, if I'm going in the West, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go big or go home. I'm going to go with, um, my grizzles, the grizzlies. John Moran has just been unfucking real. If he can yeah. stay so healthy, fun. play strong. It's so fun to watch. I think like, you know, the, the warriors might be regressing a little bit too. The Warriors have not played very well. Um, the Clippers make me worry just based on age and, 
you know, they're a couple injuries away from just, you know, just totally Absolutely. falling off. And this, and this constant attitude is just like, like they'll, they can just turn it on when they want. It's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can turn it on at all. You got to be able to do it. You've got to be able to have turned it on first before you could be like, Oh, I could turn this off and then turn it back on. Show yeah, me you fucking East... being on first Clippers. Exactly. Let me see. Sorry, what that Tom. Looks like. I think the East are a little like, a like Celtics and bucks. Right? I mean, we're out on the 76ers. Like they haven't really shown us that they can make that yeah. run, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seventy six are really. I mean, I, they're five hundred right now, but they're gonna, you know, they're gonna struggle. And if Harden, he is still out. I think he's gonna miss some some pretty good time here. So maybe that might be because, like, once he comes back, like he's gonna be super dominant in that offense, and it's gonna dramatically change. He's out for a month. It's going to dramatically change the way, like whatever momentum that they're building now, when Harden comes back in that building, it's going to fundamentally change what that 76er team looks like. And it's hard to bet on that team because what James Harden was is not what he is now, but he's not relinquished those tendencies today. So when he comes back in a month and this team's fucking vibe and they're like, oh, we hear all these fucking media reports. Oh, oh, James Harden's coming back. They're going to be great. Guess what? They won't. He's gonna fuck it up. I'm yeah. I'm spicy today, B. I love it, buddy. I love Sorry. it. Can I catch you? Oh, spicy Thursdays. You like a spicy Thursdays? Yeah. Spicy oh, yeah. Thursdays. You like a bowl of chili? Just cheese is floating on top of you. Just a little spicy. He's cooking. Boom. Doing it, guys. MAB Sports Podcast Episode Two Forty Three. Thanks for listening. MVPs. We'll hit those real fast. Uh, I'm gonna throw to Lloyd. Uh, got me those tickets to the Vikings Bills. Um, finally did my stadium tour, got bills checked off the list. Hell of a game. Appreciate it. Showed me a good time. You're my VIP. Who you got, buddy? Uh, I'm going to go with a, with a little bit more somber note. I'm going to go with the uh, the three Virginia football players, uh, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., Deshaun Perry, uh, murdered, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately in a very sad situation. Also, Marley Morgan, who was injured, and Mike Collins, another football player. Really sad thing uh, to see that. So, you know, a little tip of the map, you know, a uh, little, yeah, little, little, you know, rest in peace. And, and I think that, yeah, and I think they, uh, they canceled football game this Saturday. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Probably for the, for the best. All right, guys. Uh, it may be sports podcast episode 243.